0: What's up everybody we are the lawn feed welcome to our youtube channel and if you're catching this on our podcast thank you and we hope your day is going awesome wherever you're driving or watching or listening uh, if you didn't catch our introduction video make sure you go back and check that out uh, it talks a little bit about who we are what our goals are and what our goals are for you please take a moment hit the subscribe button uh, to our youtube and also to our podcast also if you haven't already follow us on our instagram and our TikTok. And don't forget to hashtag us at the Lawn Feed and tag us in your posts. That way we can share your awesome work with the lawn community. Today, we're going to be talking about pre-emergence. It's a hot topic right now. Spring's soon coming and we are getting antsy to get out into our lawns. So Chris, tell uh, the viewers, the listeners a little bit more about pre-emergence.
1: Yeah. So by high level, it's a, it's an herbicide also known as a weed killer. Right. Um, and without getting really too scientific, um, with, with, with what, you know, it really does like chemically, right. Just high level. Um, it, it, doesn't necessarily prevent a, a weed seed from, from germinating, right. The, the weed seed will still germinate. What it does is create this nice layer of, of a, like a chemical layer, um, that, that basically prevents the roots from developing. Or retain any like n- critical nutrients, uh, water uh, to really just kind of drain it out, um, or, or or just kill it off, right? So no food or no water, it it just dies, right? Um, we we want to obviously apply these at a, a, a good time, which we'll obviously talk about. Uh, but pre emergence are are applied before the weed actually sprouts up through the ground, right? And hence the name pre-emergent, um, and we do that just so it doesn't choke out the root system choke out your entire lawn take over your entire lawn uh so to refrain on getting really too scientific it it does create that 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 barrier that vapor barrier right to really choke out that weed seed from from really you know, continuing to grow. Um, so they're, so they're very, very effective as long as they're, they're applied at the right times. Um, that depending on the, the the chemical that you're, that you're using. So there's a lot of different scenarios in which, you know, the right chemical will do certain things and and whatnot. Um, and it can get very scientific. Our, our, our goal here is to kind of stay high level and really direct you into the right spot for more in-depth answer to maybe which one is going to be right for you. We'll talk through them. Um, and, and, and really, Kind of give you the best direction we, we cover that on our website with inside of our blog um with different resources to like different uh, penn state uh different edus to to really help you out so so certainly check that out um, but high level throw it down early uh choke it out before it really sprouts up
0: nice chris awesome information so basically it sounds like you will apply the pre-emergent um and then you water it in, and it easily can prevent some weeds. So it seems pretty simple. Um, my understanding is that there's a lot of different products out there. So, uh, Andrew, what's what are some products? What can these people or these DIYers, us lawn
2: junkies, what can we get? So there's actually a lot of options out there. I'm only going to touch on a few of them today. Uh, the first one I'm going to briefly touch on is pendimethalin. Uh, I'm mentioning this one because a lot of DIYers are familiar with Scott's. That's kind of a household name, and a lot of people use their products. Uh, Scott's is one of the only companies that really still uses pendomethylene in their crabgrass preventer, uh, whether it's their HALTS crabgrass preventer standalone or it's their fertilizer with crabgrass preventer in it, along with their four step uh, fertilizer program. Uh, the second one is Dithiopere, also known as Dimension. Uh, this one is very unique in the way that it is actually also has some post-emergent properties when it's applied correctly This is mainly when it is applied as a liquid because you actually have to have post-emergent herbicides on the leaf blade itself. So when you're using a granular product that goes right down into the soil, gets watered in because these products have to be watered in. And so it's really not super effective as a granular product. Uh, Moving on to prediamine, also known as barricade. This has kind of become, um, the gold standard for, Uh, pre-emergence. And this one's pretty cool because it it stays in the soil longer and gets you weed prevention for longer into the season. And it's surprisingly very cheap. So pre-emergent herbicides are a lot of times called crabgrass preventers in the DIY community. And that's because crabgrass is one of the most popular weeds that we associate with it. But there's actually a long list of other weeds and uh, grasses that it prevents us like like foxtail, barnyard grass, chickweed, and others. Uh, Just be sure to read the label on whatever product you choose to use. Make sure you're applying it correctly and uh, see what weeds are listed on the label that it prevents. There's a few different ways to apply these products. They come in different forms. Uh, The first one being a granular product. This is going to be something a lot of the DIYers reach to first because that's what they're used to applying um, most people have a broadcast spreader to apply it with it's really easy just like you would your standard fertilizer um, but there's some other cool products a wdg product which stands for wettable dispersible granular and these are pretty neat so this is a water soluble product it's basically um, something that you you measure on a scale, you drop it into your backpack sprayer, mix it with water, and you go out and you spray it on your lawn. And along those same lines, there's also liquid products that you can mix in a tank, backpack sprayer, and spray those as well. Um, If you're gonna be using a backpack sprayer, tank sprayer, I suggest you use something that's battery powered and not a pump sprayer. This gives you a consistent PSI. um, The entire time you're walking, it's gonna get you an equal amount of product, across every square foot of your lawn. Regardless of whether you're using a broadcast spreader with granular or you're using a backpack sprayer with liquids, it is important to know your lawn square footage. And this goes with any product you apply on your lawn. If you don't know your square footage of your lawn, you're not, you don't know how much you're putting down. Um, every label that you get for every product is gonna tell you how many or how much um, product to put down per 1000 square feet. So you need to know exactly how many thousand square feet you have. So you can calculate that, get it mixed up, dropped into your spreader, what have you. Now, there are two different ways uh, you can apply these products. You can do a single application at a full rate or you can split them up into two applications. So on your first application, you would only put it at a half rate. You would wait 30 to 45 days, and then you would do a second application at a half rate. And what this is going to do, it's gonna buy you more time into the season. Um, it's gonna give you longer uh, pre-emergent protection against those weeds. Um, but one thing to consider is if you are going to do any kind of fall overseed, be careful not to apply too late into the season because you might be, then re, um actually preventing any of your new grass you're trying to overseed with in the fall from emerging as well um, and lastly can't drive this home enough these products need to be watered in um, they create that vapor barrier if you don't get it down into the soil um, they're just not going to work um, about a half inch of water is necessary it doesn't need to be right away but it definitely needs to be within the first week or two and the sooner you get it down the sooner it can start to work
0: solid. Thanks buddy. So one thing I will circle back on is he mentioned about false seeding and you don't want to put down the, the pre-emergent too late in the season. But also if you plan this uh, seed in the spring, make sure you do not apply a pre-emergent. This also will inhibit your grass seed. That's very expensive right now uh, to not grow. So if you're planning to do any overseeding in the spring, do not, do not, do not put down any pre-emergent. You can thank me later when your grass grows nicely. Um, But also one of the biggest questions or most common questions um, that I see in chats and stuff like that is when do when do I apply my pre-emergent? So, Chris, uh, when should people apply their pre-emergent?
1: Yeah. The million dollar question. And the answer is it depends, um, (laughs) which no one ever really likes to hear. Right. But it, it, it actually does. And it, and it also matters on, on really the, the chemical that you're going to be using. So high level general rule of thumb, uh, wheat seeds wait until that 50 to 55 degree Fahrenheit soil temp mark to, to really, um, to, to really start germination. Um, that's that's their sweet spot from really popping in and and if you wait too long you you might be too late for pre-emergent and obviously you're going to be in kind of a a post-emergent game and can can some pre-emergence be effective Uh, of course but we want to hit it before that 50 to 55 degree soil temp mark so how do we do that um the the easiest way is a meat thermometer you can go get these real cheap at, at a big box store online um or a soil thermometer either one right they all they all work um, if you don't have a tool like that to, to check your soil temp, um, there's, a, there's an online resource called Greencast that's really awesome. Um, it's, a, it's a great online research. You type your location in and it will help you identify trends in your local soil temps. Um, and for those who really want to get more advanced, you can obviously plug in that information on your account and, and follow the, the, the growing degree days and things of that nature. Um, but but that, that will give you a good general rule of thumb. Uh, farther south you are, the sooner you're obviously going to want to apply it. It depends on the zone, depends on the soil temp. Um, and it also kind of depends on that, that chemical that you're using, right. To, to hit on kind of maybe two, um, you know, some are going to have a longer lifespan and effectiveness than, than maybe some other ones. So if you're looking at like a, a barricade, for example, you might want to put that down a little bit sooner and it'll last a little bit longer. Whereas you're looking at maybe a dimension, you're going to want to obviously use that for a little bit closer to that, that, uh, higher temp rate. Right. Um, so it does depend, uh, but general rule of thumb, 50, 55 degrees and, and utilized, uh, you know, cheap, meat thermometer soil temp thermometer that green cast option it's really really effective
0: right on i think i had a good idea while you're speaking of that i should get one of those bluetooth meat thermometers that you lo- use for smoking meats and <laughs> stuff and put that in my front lawn that way i can monitor it wherever I, where I am but that's a new level crazy <laughs> there you go it's a whole new level but along anyway carried, yeah, you know, yeah right? it is so all right there you have it that's the nitty-gritty of pre-emergence um, but before we close, Chris, what product are you using in your lawn?
1: Yeah, um, this is actually the first year in a while I'm in, I'm going to be doing a pre-emergent in the spring. Um, I'll be using Barricade, um, and you know pri- primarily just because of the length and the you know, that that it's going to be effective. Um, but I've been I've been seeding in the spring and experimenting with that the last couple of years and doing a couple you know mini renovations and things like that. So um, I'm actually excited to kind of see you know kind of get back into the pre-emergent game. I haven't done it in a while, and I'm, I've 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 previously used Dimension. Um, so this Barricade option is going to be a, a, a kind of a new experiment for me. So I'm excited to try it out. Cool,
0: Andrew. What are you using?
2: Um, this year I'm gonna for the first time I'm gonna use a liquid. I'm gonna use uh, perdiamine 65 WDG. Um, I can pick up a bottle of the five ounce stuff for like 20 bucks, and that'll actually last me two full seasons. So 10 dollars a year, I can't beat that. Uh, last year I used a 007 product from Lesco, I think it was, um, and it had perdiamine, and it was like 40 bucks. It was reasonable. Um, I actually tried to do a split application with that quickly found out that it was not possible to do with a granular uh that size so i think i'm going to do a split application this year um half rate uh with with the liquids cool
0: yeah i uh past three years now i've been using prodiamine i do the split application and it's it's been i don't have crabgrass and i'm surrounded by neighbors with crabgrass so it's pretty awesome this stuff works great not promoting any products you guys can read the labels check out the products products yourself read more about them on our blog and make the best decision for your lawn to prevent grassy weeds and crabgrass so closing out uh, any information check out our blog check out our website at go subscribe to our youtube channel or our podcast uh, and leave a comment below let us know what you guys are planning to use um, if you've used anything different than prodiamine or Um, Yeah, or if you're not using any at all, you're just that baller and your lawn is that thick. Just let us know in the comments below and uh, make sure you guys hit the bell because we will be back with another exciting episode shortly.